In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Darkness has descended upon the city, and the creatures of the night have begun to stir. This is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, and all that is is not what it appears to be. Like a lone sentinel, one candle flickers in the night, revealing all that lurks in the darkness. This is Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. Welcome to the Nightmare. Really? 
Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, when I first started ghost hunting and, and we started doing events at the uh, Hooten Mansion, he used to go to all of them. And, huh. and then I uh, we went ghost hunting with them at one of the, I can't even remember where it was, up in New Hampshire someplace with the, their team. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun, yeah. Huh. But anyways, speaking about teams, we have a gentleman on our show. Oh, well, you listen to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Tojinet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Yeah. But anyways, here is a, a gentleman that I uh, had the pleasure of ghost hunting with. Uh, God, I can't remember. You know, time flies by so quickly. But uh, his name is Dave McCurdy. He's a paranormal investigator for New England Paranormal Research. And let's bring him on. Oh, Dave, you're there. Hey. Hey, guys. How are you? Dave, I, I can't remember how long ago was it that we came down and uh, worked with you at Rose Island. I want to say it was over two years ago. Was it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time flies, doesn't it? Hey, Dave. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Oh, actually, Ian. Yeah. That's right, Ian. You you know Dave as well. I know Dave as well. Yeah, you, yes, you, I do. <laughs> yep, yeah. He took us out uh, on the boat in the middle of the fog <laughs> yeah. over to Rose Island. That was a crazy night. Yes, it was. It was. It was awesome. And, and I've been just—I just been told by uh, Tony from NEPI was the Sugar Hill Inn. So there you go. Is that like Where the Sugar Hill at? Gang? I don't know. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the interesting thing is, is um, Dave is uh, also involved in lighthouse preservation, as I am, and so we do have that in common as well. Yeah, I've been uh, executive director at the Rose Island Lighthouse now for four and a half years. Time is flying. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, were you into paranormal first or lighthouse first? Uh, lighthouse first. I, I I was a real skeptic, actually, when I began actually working at the lighthouse. I didn't have a lot of uh, paranormal experience. And uh, so when I got involved with the lighthouse, all of a sudden things just started happening. <laughs> and <laughs> I started asking some questions, and my, I was always open to it. I just, I wasn't closed off. I was just, I was skeptical. So, mm-hmm. uh, that, and so that, that's where I, I kind of, I went from there. You know, I had so much kind of thrown in my face so quickly that all of a sudden I'm like, oh, this is, this is cool. <laughs> so I, I learned quite a bit very quickly, and I ran into some groups and became a paranormal investigator myself just because, um, uh, all the questions I started asking, and, um, mm-hmm. and by heart, I'm a scientist, too, so it, it's really fun. Nice. Really? What, what's your background in science? Um, I have a master's in environmental resource management. Get out! There Another you go. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Ron. <laughs> you know, it's it's really weird because, uh, you know, I have a degree in environmental science, and yeah, uh, I know. Karen, Karen Ruck... Uh, who is a, a member of our team, also has a degree in environmental science. And we, we went to this uh, magician's workshop we got invited, which was really cool, by the way. And the guy who hosted it, uh, he has a degree in environmental science and actually <laughs> still works in the field. It's like, and then now Dave has it's like, wow, what is this? I sense maybe, a theme. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's something that, you know, that we've been subliminally uh, – uh, taught in school to go to the paranormal and and study in paranormal in uh, environmental <laughs> science. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's science. It's asking questions. You know, it's asking yeah. something. You know, trying to find out more. 
Right. Uh, that, right. That must be why. <laughs> and research, yeah, and I mean research, all of it, and you know it all goes back to the earth, right? Yeah, but. Exactly. Yeah. You, you know, it's interesting, too. I mean, I, as I mentioned, I do have the degree in environmental science, and I've always, you know, been enthralled by science, and that's why I went to environmental science, because it encompasses virtually all the sciences. Um, it, I also, you know, just because I have that, you know, like science background doesn't mean that it's, I discount other things that really aren't scientific-based, like, you know, uh, mediums. I mean, I trust me, I'm very... Uh, Leery of a lot of things, but uh, you know, at least I'll explore them, and and I get some criticism for that. But I, I still think it's in order to criticize something or even to try to understand it, you you've got to uh, you know investigate it and, and try mm-hmm. to find out for yourself if there's any validity to it. I mean, it's just it's just having the old closed eyes. I mean, you go back to the the early days of scientists like. Uh, uh, Leonardo da Vinci and them, and they were criticized and everything because they were in science. And this is kind of like, well, science is now criticizing because it's something like us. I don't know. It just seems weird. <laughs> I don't know where I went with that, but it's <laughs> well, if you don't, if you don't experiment, I mean, that's that's what it's all about, right? right. You have to experiment with something to see, even if it's stupid. I mean, they teach you that in basic science class. Just to rule yeah, you, it out. Right. You never know what results you're going to get. And right. all exactly. of a sudden, that, that one thing you did, and all of a sudden you get something really unusual, and, you, and it just totally strikes a chord, or you, you discover something. That's how things are discovered. Right. Right. And, you know, what's interesting, too, is, is on uh, Ghost Chronicles International on Tuesday, I had this gentleman on, and he was uh, saying, well, you, you know, uh, you've got to take mediums, and you've you got to bring them into the laboratory, and you've got to connect them to their heartbeat modern and EKGs and everything, and then you can identify, it's like, well, we don't even understand the process of mediumship. I mean, we don't know if if the heartbeat or, or any of those other things uh, affect uh, the ability to be a medium. I mean, we really don't. So we're just kind of it's like a blind study. Or he's just saying because we're in a laboratory, it makes it more scientific. I don't know. It just it seems strange at times, the way we are anyways. That is true. I mean, mediums are there's something that I've, I've actually, during the spiritualist church, that's how far I've gone into this. Oh, oh wow. That's, wow. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah my, my wife was always involved with it, so I was a skeptic. I would tell her that we'd go see a psychic, and I'd say, yeah, that lady researched you. That, you know, I did all the typical, you know, skeptical right. things. So, and, but now, like, you know, I, I've seen, I've had some mediums that have blown me away. You know, mm-hmm. just have mm-hmm. come up with things that are so right on and so perfect that there is no way that person wasn't, you know, was not truly reading me or the spirit. Yeah, we we don't understand it. That's the thing is we scientifically we 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 don't understand how it works. So I mean, it, it's pretty hard to you know either valid, valid, validate it or uh, you know dismiss it. it, it we, we don't know how it works. The, the whole mediumship ability thing, right? But, you know, what's cool is, is like, uh, we went to Rose Island and, and we did an investigation with Dave, and, and he had the old uh, talking light, uh, light flashlight thing going. Right, and right, yeah. I, I, I never had much credence in that, I'm sorry. But uh, but then again, most new stuff, 
I really don't want credence until I play with it. And then we went into, I think it was the Fog House, was it, Dave? Yeah, the Foghorn Building, yeah. Yeah, and, and that, that it worked pretty quick. Uh, you know, we were getting pretty pretty quick answer for it. So that that is the only time the flashlight has ever impressed me, and, and that was with you, Dave. So, I mean, it's you funny. Still... I've done that a lot, and I actually got discouraged with it because I started to lose faith in it, too, like you were saying. I would... Because you don't get that, you know, as often. Right. But that night, we got it. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was like on answering questions with us. So huh. I guess it's, it's when it's when it's a strong spirit or something, it, it works, I think. Maybe just the right people, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I think we got good results. We we did that as well when we're out, we're we out the, uh, in the bunkers. In and the I, bunkers, thought, yeah. I thought we had some good results with that. Definitely. It did. It was, it's an interesting technique. It's it's just it's hard to explain it, but um, you know sometimes you get something that really catches you off guard because it is so accurate or it is so right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be great if somebody could explore that. I know there's people developing equipment every day, and yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a thing out now. I forget what it's called. Is it called Spirit Talker or something? But it has basically the two lights that they fly. I don't know if it's it's the combination off of that or off a of K2, but I don't know. It, it, there's so much equipment out there, and I use that term loosely, uh, <laughs> for the ghost hunting. <laughs> so, I mean, speaking of equipment, Dave, what, what equipment do you guys use at the uh, New England uh, Paranormal Research? You know, we, we do have a lot of the basic stuff, and um, in fact, we're going a little crazy because we have a, we actually start selling a lot of that equipment too, as uh, so just a way to supplement some of our investigations and stuff. But so we've got tons of, you know, basically anything you can want in the world. But I really? find that, oh yeah, there's every every type of. I don't know, I can't plug our website, but we do sell it. And uh, oh yeah, you can definitely plug your website. What what is your website? Uh, it's New England Paranormal Research, um, uh, and uh, if you uh, you can check out. Um, Basically, uh, you can see everything from you know, all the equipment that's the most modern stuff out there. Uh, it, it's kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, the, the actual equipment part of the team, uh, I'm going blank right now while I'm talking to you guys, but um, <laughs> there's, there's definitely links to that. And so, But what I find is that I don't, I don't always like to use a lot of equipment because I don't want to really? feel like I'm carrying a... Like a I don't Arsenal? want to be carrying around a flak vest and 50 different things, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. I feel like I, that I, sometimes, right? Yeah. It feels like it's almost just too much. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it, it, it does make it fun sometimes because you're trying something different and it's cool and all. But mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I like to just do the basics. And, and it, it may be just carrying a flashlight and personal experiences and mm-hmm. just things for recordings, you know, things like that. And See, that's the one thing I hate. It's a flashlight. Yeah. You hate you hate the flashlight, Ron. You say I, I hate flashlights. I absolutely hate them for investigating in any lights. I I, I really yeah. don't. If I had my way, way, no one on the team would carry any light whatsoever. They would just yeah. uh, it would just all be naturalists. The way. I don't. Yeah, I don't usually have one either. I mean, unless I'm walking down the stairs, I'd like to not fall down the stairs. But <laughs> some, sometimes I feel like that. You know. It's like I've got my video camera in one hand always. Mm-hmm. So now I've only yeah. got one other hand, so I have yeah. a 
a K2, and I have a recorder, and I have a thermometer. You know, you have all these little little doodads, and uh, it's like, well, paraequipment.com. That's the website. So <laughs> I gotta plug it. But that's your web website. Yeah, that is the website where we, you can buy tons of different things out there. So. Well, yeah, you know, it's interesting because I've actually, uh, I've been in a buy-in mood. I've been, well, we do a lot of, you know, I mean, we were talking earlier today. Uh, I was telling you we were doing the, the haunted lighthouse tours for uh, Friends of Portsmouth Lighthouse and also Wood Island and stuff. And so in ghost hunts, and we, and we always have equipment to, to give out and to have them use. So I've been replacing a lot of this stuff. I, I bought some used stuff off a guy off Facebook, but, you know, I need I need this, some extra of the standard equipment. So what was the website again? Paraequipment.com. Para I just put that on our page, sorry. Did you? Yeah. On our uh, Facebook page? Yes. Which is what, in Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. And if and you can you can pretend you like us and join us on it. Yes. And we have all these links. We always uh, link up our guests mm-hmm. and their sites and all that fun stuff. I know you're the best. <sighs> sure. But <laughs> I think the thing that I like best about it is when I find people combining things so you can, don't have to carry a billion things like the melt meters that have you know the K2 involved and the temperature and the, so you, you can kind of carry one thing and have one tool you know that's right and, and that's what kills me too is that like if you have a team and then like you know everybody's carrying a K2 meter everybody's carrying right. a, a, right. a temperature meter whatever it is and, and it's like we really don't need all that guys you know but they all yeah. want to have the little gadgets especially my guys they just love the toys <laughs> So, I mean, it's like, you know, we really don't need it. So, right. but, you know, I mean, I find I'm actually carrying less and less equipment now because everybody's got them anyway, so why should I carry them as right. well? Right. And they yeah. get the flak vests and all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, the fisherman's vest and whatever they are. And it's like, you know what? Hey, go for it. Fishing? No, ghost hunting. <laughs> mm. <laughs> now, the, the interesting thing, Dave, that I um, – that I wanted to ask you about that I saw on uh, your New England Paranormal Research site. Stages yeah. of a haunting. Stages. Yeah. I Ooh, never I like knew. That. I never knew that there were stages. <laughs> well, so you learned something right now. There I you guess. go. There you go. So you want well, to explain that to us? <laughs> actually, I'm not the expert on that. I have to have Don really explain that to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I it's going to be uh, his theory, all right? I mean, that's basically yeah. his theory, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's basically his theory. John Brightman is the founder of the group, and mm-hmm. um, he's more of a traveler in the group right now. I end up um, doing a lot of the home work, you know, when we're, we're in local stuff because I got the lighthouse to maintain, things mm-hmm. like that. But, um, so, yeah, John is definitely... Um, He's traveling quite a bit, going to a lot of the different events, things like that. So uh, it's definitely working off of John's theories. And and he's great. He's got a a great attitude, um, good person to work with because he's skeptical, you know. Um, And I don't feel like I've ever... um, I feel like when we go into a home that it's done very professionally or we kept things very private, and, you know, and that's that's sometimes that's important to the folks that, you know, we're investigating with. So 
um, it's it's a great group to work with, and and having somebody who's really interested in almost in making this a career is something that um, and that's what that's what our founder John he wants to be you know he wants to be a ghost hunter for a living that's what he wants to do and I thought the second I met him I'm like who doesn't exactly right. <laughs> Well, I mean, some people don't, obviously, but I, I was like, wouldn't that be great? You know, that's uh, such a great, and he's driven, so um, I ended up sending him all over the place. But um, um, it's definitely um, it's, it's interesting having um, somebody who's hearing, meeting a lot of people. He'll come back, and we'll talk about it, and our next time we get together as a group and, you know, some of the new things out there, and then having... Somebody who's actually his, it's, it's his website with the paranormal equipment is selling the equipment. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it's, a, it's a neat, uh, neat group. Yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, do you, do you have like uh, monthly meetings or do you, you run, I mean, how do you guys meet and when do you yeah. meet? Or why do you meet? I guess that would be even better. Well, our, our meetings are usually discussed, you know, incoming folks that are, uh, you know, because we get a lot of phone calls, and especially with John traveling and speaking, because he actually speaks about the Bridgewater Triangle quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that, in fact, we, we our group we will we conduct tours into the forest. Right. Which um, I don't know, which is fun. You know, it's a unique experience going out into the Freetown State Forest. And <laughs> Did you ever see the video of uh, Maureen on the uh, on the net in Freetown? Yeah. Attack of the Pugwudgies. <laughs> check it. Check it out. In, in fact, all uh, oh, listen. If you go to, uh, it's on YouTube. If you, um, it might be under Attack of the Pugwudgies or whatever. But uh, it was, it was an interesting. Uh, it was Freetown State Forest. We uh, went into the woods, um, and we kept getting followed by something. And it kept showing up as a dark shadow and a thermal imaging. Uh, we have a a black and white thermal imaging, so it's it, it shows uh, coal is black and uh, heat is white. So, anyways, this black uh, image kept showing up, and then uh, it, it got closer, and all of a sudden it, it started forming into a face like that of Scream from the movies, and then yeah. the next thing it just came real close, and then Maureen was possessed by this thing, whatever it was, and wow. uh, yeah, it was kind of nasty, but it was interesting. In fact, it's in Bell's Arnold's book, uh, Ghost Hunting Book, whatever it is. I forget what it's called. How it'll be Ghost Hunter or whatever it is. Uh, No, Picture picture Yourself Ghost Hunting. That's what it is. But it's also on the internet, so you check it out, and that was Freetown State Park. But yeah, you're right. The Bridgewater Triangle is a a really cool place to to do some stuff in, but it's it's kind of a weird place, too, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) And it has some weird people in it. So there I've left, so don't pick and blame me. <laughs> so, uh, David, in all all your years you've been doing this, and uh, I mean, what is you found most convincing that that there is something out there? Um, we, uh, it's hard to say because there's so many little things that come together to make it all work. But I do know that, like, I've seen some evidence, and I hate to say it, but it's on a you know, just when TAPS came and investigated at the lighthouse, you know, mm-hmm. and they put a thermal camera down in our barracks, and then they put a night camera right beside it, mm-hmm. and something comes out of that barracks in the middle of the night at one o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, I, I know. That. Yeah, it was 
it was a blob of energy, white light, you know, it looked like thermal hit, and then it dissipates and goes right back into the barracks. It doesn't move like a person, it just moves like energy. And that was kind of, you know, fairly early on when I was... Maybe the ghost had gas or something. Gas? It was crazy. You ever see gas on thermal imaging? It shows up as a white... Well, whatever. Go ahead. So this, <laughs> yes, so that was that was one of the first things where I said, you know, I'm seeing a night camera and I'm looking down this alleyway and I'm seeing nothing, and uh, I'm seeing the thermal and I'm seeing something, and that's just where I was like, okay, this is crazy, and uh, it, it, it's almost like there's definitely there was something out there, and that was the first time that I I came across something that I couldn't explain that was found by somebody, you know, it was a TV, you know, show, right. but still. It was great. Right. <laughs> it me off so, so could you, you could you explain? I mean, you had two cameras: the IR camera, uh, which works off heat signatures as well, well, a, con- a visual, and um, then the uh, a thermal camera. Excuse me, works off visual. And so, I mean, why would it show up on only one and not the other? That was the whole question. You know, I, it, was, yeah. it, was a, it was a thermal something thermal was registering there. And as opposed to just picking up the background lighting, you know, as the nighttime. Yeah, you know. yeah that's and, right. and that's basically what what was showing up. And I know I was there. I mean, we were on a boat, and we know we were actually sitting down, but we could see the team moving, so we knew where they were at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, so we knew that it wasn't them even creating that. And uh, so it was just, it was such an unusual thing to see, and the, the weirdest thing was is those doors will open up once in a while on their own. Mm. And they're, you know, they're, they're easy to move in the breeze, sure, but they're usually latched, you know. Right. And once in a while, the latch will be unlatched and the thing will be open and there was nobody there. And that's what got me going down there. And, and once in a while, I hear voices in that chamber, too. Literally just uh, something inside it didn't sound like, sounded like it could be a voice. And it was, it caught me off guard, too. So that was a, it's a really neat experience that that got me actually really going because up to that point, you know, I was definitely interested in it, but I hadn't had that, and I didn't even have the experience, but I hadn't had that. Nobody touched me yet. I wasn't pushed down the stairs. I, wasn't, right, I didn't right. have an apparition show up in front of me, mm-hmm. but I was able to see something that was just, you know, I, I couldn't explain that, and it wasn't an anomaly on a camera, you know, and yeah. it was clearly different, and it just... They got me going, and then knowing that I'm out there every day now, you know, it gets me talking to the spirits. So I'm like, hey, guys, how's it going today, you know? <laughs> so you, you do talk to them, which is, which is kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I, I feel like they're around, so, you know, and, and with all our investigating out there, we're always asking questions, you know. We're always asking, are you off a ship? Did you come, you know, visit yeah. here? Were you quarantined here? Well, we actually have to take a break here, uh, Dave, so can you hold on? Uh, You'll listen to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ian and Ron. We'll be right back after the following message on Tojinet, Parax, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Welcome to Tojinet, radio with a cutting edge. Everything you heard about witches is true. How do you 
Halloween is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places and spirits walk among us. The witches of Salem, Massachusetts honor this time with Festival of the Dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and strange rituals. Founded by Salem witches, Sean Poirier, and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests who step through the veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com or call 978-740-9783. Happy Halloween! <laughs> the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future then circles of wisdom is just the place for you circles of wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more located on route 28 in downtown andover massachusetts we carry a large selection of books and music crystals and gemstones jewelry and gifts sage aromatherapy and so much more all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne and our special guest this evening, David McCurdy. Yep, right here on Tojinet Parallax Ghost Channel and beyond. So there you go. Anyways, uh, I love that commercial. And speaking about the Festival of Dead, I do believe that uh, the blonde bombshell herself mm-hmm. and... Uh, myself, the, my humble self, will be Your humble self. <laughs> at spectral evidence, uh, along with Kelly Spangler from uh, the Ghost Adventures uh, in what, October 20th? Yes, October 20th. October 20th at the Hawthorne Hotel. So. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Yes, get your tickets, right? Get Make your tickets. tickets yet? Get your tickets. Yeah. Oh, you know what you do? Okay, I'm doing this really cool thing on October 27th, and uh, as I mentioned before, I well, you know what, we have a guest. Let's talk to guests. I'll talk about this later. Anyways, um, Dave, I, uh, yeah, we're talking with Dave McCurdy of uh, New England Paranormal Research, and he is also the director of Rose Island Lighthouse. And, and Dave, um, people can actually stay at the lighthouse, right? Yeah, um, we have a... Um uh, the ability for folks to stay overnight. Um, they can also stay a week at a time where people actually take care of our lighthouse. But for oh, folks that want to come out, yeah, it's it's quite a unique uh, experience. Uh, uh, we have a cool website, roseisland.org. And um, if, you, if you check out our website, you can actually see all the rooms and the dates that are available. And we offer specials for groups. If a group wants to come in and investigate, uh, typically during our on-season, like, between June and November, it's it's we're just full up. It's, we, we really we rent out overnight rooms, and for somebody to to rent it out for two nights would be difficult because we have um, people who book for an entire week to stay there. So right, right. Um, but 
November on, we we offer you know like three hundred dollars is our special mm. for up to fifteen people. Um, we'll take you out in our boat. You guys can go to the night, stay the night, investigate, and then we take you off the island in the morning. Uh, whoever's left, I mean not. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> Whoever survives, you know what I mean. There's a great YouTube video out there. Uh, I think Ken put on, uh, what was it? It was the um, Birds of Rose Island. And uh, it's a group that ventured into the, there's a portion of the island that there's a lot of seagulls. And oh, yeah. just, it, was, it was just like a scene out of birds. You know, <laughs> 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 but so yeah. people can stay out there, and, 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 they, and it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a unique experience, and, um, and you're there alone. You know, we don't. We're not sitting there over you. Uh, although sometimes when I bring out groups, I like to hang out with them for a while to help investigate. But most times we just drop them off and say, "See you tomorrow." Mm. So, so, you know. so what do you think, Ian? Should we do a Ben Helsing and the Blonde Bombshell uh, special ghost hunt? Oh, absolutely! As long as I have my own room. No, I'm not sharing a room with you again. What? So there. Uh, uh. <laughs> you spread nasty rumors. I did. <laughs> Oh, you're you gonna do. bring that up again? Yeah, you okay. always do. Yeah, that well, would be very what? awesome. I definitely think we should go out there. I, I think we should do a special Ghost Chronicles Next Generation one. You and I will lead a group out there. Yes. Yeah, All let's right. do it. I mean, that one group that came uh, when we came out and had um, uh, our did a little table tilting out there. That was absolutely crazy. Oh yes, that's right. I forgot to mention that. I yeah, heard about fact, that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it, I, I wasn't aware of it. I thought Dave had, uh, we had given him a copy of the, some of that video, and uh, he didn't, so we're going to make sure he gets a copy of that. But it, it was really interesting because uh, I have a paranormal study group that meets once a month at Circles of Wisdom in Andover, and uh, what, that particular month I had a couple of ladies in who did table tipping, and so they demonstrated and whatever. So that was the first time I was exposed to it. And then uh, we went with uh, Dave uh, to Rose Island. And while we were on Rose Island, uh, Dave and Jeremy Dontremont and myself tried table tipping down in the, uh, was that the parlor, Dave? Yeah, it was like a little parlor area, living room area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we had a little table. I think it was a three-legged table, if I recall. And that that was your first table tipping experience? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was definitely yeah. the first time I'd ever seen that. Yeah. So anyways, we, we were doing it at the end, and I think we had a light or something going as well, a flashlight trying to do the questions. But the table kept it. it we got a good response for it, but it, it kept uh, – Going closer and closer to Jeremy. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I'm coming into his lap. <laughs> yeah. And what what was his? Uh, uh, <laughs> I think his at some point it was the "Don't hurt me, please." <laughs> Don't hurt me, please. Hurt right. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna kill me for that now. <laughs> uh, so, any, anyways, at the end of the night. Um, we decided to go upstairs into the keeper's uh, kitchen and um, try table tipping there. Mm -hmm. But the table there was a rather big table. 
Uh, about four and a half feet across, would you say, Dave? Yeah, yep. It's a big table. It's the least top. Yeah. Uh, it's a round table with a heavy oak, oak pedestal. Um, this is not a light table, so we didn't, I didn't think we were going to get much from that. I, I had, I had, you know, like I said, this is really my first, that was the first time really trying it uh, out in an investigation. So we had this big table, say four and a half oak table, double pedestal, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. a big ass table, heavy. It is. And it is. I think it was, was there six or seven? I can't. It was probably six of us, I think, or maybe seven. It was a, it was the whole, it was a group, group of people. Yeah. Yep. At least All guys. Yeah. All guys. All guys, huh? Yeah, it was like, I don't know, I forget what time it was, but it was, it was in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, at the midnight. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, I was really skeptical. I didn't think we could actually even move that stupid table or, or get any response out of it at all because the table was really a massive table. I re- you know, and, and there, we, there we were, six or seven guys with our hands on top of the table. And we started talking and everything else. And well, why don't you say what happened, Dave? Sure. I mean, we everybody was just touching with their fingertips, sort of like you would a Ouija board. So the table becomes a gigantic Ouija board of sorts. At least that's how I feel like. I mean, yeah. I don't even know if that's it, but your fingertips are just on it. Mm-hmm. You you couldn't move the damn thing because it weighs so much. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I know you were asking, you know, spirit to. You know, use our energy if you have good intentions and let's use the table a little bit. You <laughs> yeah, know? my usual spiel. <laughs> <laughs> I've used that from now on. I actually... <laughs> oh, good man. It, it, all of a sudden, it would creak a little bit to the right, and then yeah. it would creak to the left. Ah. And then all of a sudden, it would say, okay, let's move this thing clockwise a little bit. And it moved clockwise, and then, okay, move it a little bit more, and it would move... And we, and we had it tipping back and forth in a rhythm to the mm. point that it got so violent. I mean, it really got violent. You couldn't keep your hands on the table. Yeah. And the legs, it's a, like a, were coming off the ground by, they got to be at least a foot on either side. It was banging up oh my God. and down. And we're cheering it on because this is just. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you hear oh, the audio, it's a little, um, little risque, but. <laughs> It was one of the coolest things. I mean, the table's just... There's, you couldn't have your foot under doing that. There's none of, Nobody in the room was faking that. It was just doing it. And it was moving so crazy that when it finished, we were clapping and applauding because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we actually did. We actually clapped and cheered. It was, it was so interesting. Because at the very end, it, it, you'll hear it. It goes up and then drops. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's cool. And uh, it was rocking back and forth and turning, like Dave said. And, and that was simply amazing because, I mean, I had the only table tipping experience, and that was just in that paranormal study group. And, and Dave and Jeremy and myself had done that little bit in the parlor on a little dinky table. But here we are <laughs> up on this big-ass table. That's crazy. Six or, six or seven of us. I mean, us three <laughs> plus uh uh, Jim Stonier and uh, Clay Rucker, who had never done t- table tipping before, and the young uh, gopher that we had brought along with us as well, <laughs> and he had never done even paranormal investigating. So I mean, it was we had really no intention. I mean, no uh, 
I, I had no hope in this thing working, <laughs> but it did, and, and it, it, it amazed me. It simply amazed me that it, it did it as well. And uh, to me, it, it, that's one of the, the most interesting uh, things that uh, that happened to me in my paranormal career. I, I really found that quite fascinating. In fact, when um, Cal Cooper, who was a parapsychologist from the UK, came over here last summer, and I showed him the video, uh, he, he was couldn't explain it. You know, mm-hmm. he really couldn't. That's unbelievable. And I still, I still can't explain it. I still, sorry, I cut you off. I, I, it, it, to this day, I, 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 I've done it with other people, uh, just experimenting, but and had limited success, but nothing like that. You know, mm-hmm. we, uh, right know. place, right time, right energy. That's yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, uh, it was. It, I don't know, can't explain it, but it was a pretty neat experience and. Uh, I, I want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? So when, when you guys come out for your next for your investigation, we'll do a we'll do a, uh, an episode of that. We'll try it. There you go. I mean, yeah. I think I think we really should do this thing, this uh, ghost ghost chronicles, um, and you can have your own room, man. I guess. Thank you. <laughs> At least your own bed, anyways. No. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave, we'll be talking to you, uh, uh, and, and maybe we can set this up. That would be really fun. I mean, we've we got to make sure we have enough time to, to, to properly, uh, you know, yeah, mark the word out. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I think that would be really fun. And, uh, you know, I mean, if, if Ann could, you know, last. I mean, that's, if I could what? Last, you know. Last? Yeah, survive. What's the oh, word? oh, okay. I think I can. Uh, I think I can make it. Mm-hmm. I think so. I yeah, I think I, I think I'll pull through. Yeah. Uh, is the, I have a question though. Is is there heat out there? There is. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah, because be you know, the... Van Helsing <laughs> gets really, really cold. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is the only part about it is getting out into the barracks in the you know in the middle of the winters. Pretty chilly, but the lighthouse yeah. does have radiant floor heating, and we get the wind stove cranked up. So okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, yeah. Actually, yeah, I remember you lighting it that night that we were there as well. Yeah, it was actually yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah, yeah. The interesting thing about it, 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 we did an investigation at uh, Cape Elizabeth in Maine. It was in February, and we went to the cemetery late at night. What, you, you know crazy? how bad that is? Are you crazy? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, cold spot, you wouldn't know a cold spot if it came up and slapped you. <laughs> no, no. And all your breath, I mean, you look at all that ectoplasma. <laughs> <laughs> Not counting the snowflakes, it would fill in all the orbs. Yeah, that was a great right. time. Yeah, right. but I yeah. have to admit, the coldest I've ever been was at the Victorian Wood Inn. Yeah, the haunted yep. Victorian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he just whined, whined, whined all night. I'm cold. I'm cold. What happens when you get really, really old? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you may no. be sleeping in the same room with me. No, 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 no. 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 Anyways, no, no. Um, so Dave, uh, you got anything coming up? Any any events or anything you would, you would like to talk about? Um, well, right now we're kind of in, slowing down a little bit for the you know the, the lighthouse is. is uh, I've got some some groups coming out to investigate out at the lighthouse, and uh, uh, New England Paranormal Research is kind of 
putting together our next uh, investigation. We're working on a couple different places. We've got some local homes that are interested and folks that just want us to come in. Um, what's going on? Um, and uh, actually, I'm... Uh, I just became a board member of the, uh, the Fall River Line Museum up in uh, Massachusetts. It's in Fall River, obviously, and it's about the old uh, steamships that ran up and down the bay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Neat. Yeah, it's a really neat museum, and uh, uh, it was going to Fonk, and uh, uh, a group of us got together, and uh, we actually formed a new board, and uh, took a little takeover to take it over, but it's now being resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> And it's my hopes eventually to, I've been in there and felt some crazy things just in my little limited time there. And I've heard experience with folks. And I think that would be a wonderful place for a great fundraiser in the future, possibly. So folks keep an eye out when that comes out. So we'll be, uh, got to get the other board members on with the paranormal research type thing. But, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's out yep. there and, and, and it's, it's a cool place. There's history from the Titanic on it in the building. There's history. Oh, oh really? Very cool. Yeah. So oh. there's. Uh, I had a bookkeeper that swears he had an apparition. Come talk to him for an hour while he was at the front desk. And it was it came as a form, and when it left, he realized that it left, but didn't. Really, it went out the front door, but there was no cars, nothing. It just disappeared. So it was. That's so yeah. special. It's a new one. <laughs> so, yeah, we're uh, we're we're pretty active. Uh, plus, um, just traveling to different events to come up for the group itself. Uh, our guys will go off, and um, we're lucky enough to have a, a t-shirt manufacturer basically as part of our group. Mm-hmm. And so Vinny Pacheco uh, will do all of our t-shirts and stuff, and they're really. Uh, yeah. That's helpful. Actually, we are looking for a T-shirt guy, so uh, maybe we should talk to him. I should give him a call. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we started doing, he, he, he does T-shirts for many, many, many paranormal research groups uh, across the country, including town. Well, nothing nothing uh, like ours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ian? That is right. It's going to be very unique. Very <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I, I, yep. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Uh, anyways, I noticed there was a question in the uh, the in the chat room and from uh, Karen in Washington, and she asked what glass swirling was. How come you missed that in, by the way? I'm uh, because you guys are talking about table tipping at the time. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> we were so you excited know, by that big table jumping all around the room. You can't be replaced, you know. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the, you know what glass swirling is, Dave? Glass, glass rolling? Swirling? Swirling? Swirling. No, I don't. We didn't do that while you, while you were there? <sighs> Maybe I'm I was so blown away by the table. <laughs> glass world is like my favorite thing and it's like totally non-scientific but it's it's fun as hell <laughs> uh you know i was introduced by a group called uh haunted devon when they came over here i hosted them and we went to the uh, lizzie borden house and we did it there for the first time i did it there for the first time and it, 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 i've been 
introducing it to so many people uh, through the years. And uh, basically, it, it, you take a, uh, a glass, a double old-fashioned works the best, and you just uh, place it on the top of a table, and you put everybody, as many people as you want, can go around, and they put one little fingertip on the top of the glass, and you talk the spirit, and the, the spirit will move the glass around. Oh wow! Oh yes, we did do that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, it's fun though. I, the way I, I I like it because um, you can you know you can have a good time doing it and that you know you can laugh and everything else. And it, it, I mean, do you do that? I mean, when you you do some of your experiments, do you do you loosen up a little bit or, you, or is it all uh, so serious? Oh no, I I think it's funny when you know sometimes. Uh, we had, you were describing, you know how the group goes down, and we were in a basement, and everybody has a K2 meter. And so oh, yes. the, whole, the whole room's glowing red, you know, with K2s. <laughs> but it actually worked to our advantage. We could, and, and it was funny, and that's what makes me think we're basically almost laughing at it, because the energy was moving, and you could watch the K2s almost light up, like, as it went across the room. So really? It was, and then at one point, all of them were lit. It was funny to see, you know, something like that. So I think it's fun to have some, you know, to be light about certain things. And I, I think it sometimes it actually promotes the paranormal activity. I, I probably could. Uh, you know, if you believe in the vibrational thing that, that it does, it raises vibrations. Uh, so I, I find it does anyways, and that's what I like doing. I, I, a lot of times we can get a lot of uh, a lot better results if we, if we do joke around a little bit. And uh, some of that is, is due to the spirit as well. You, you'll see spirit, especially if it's a new location, and they they don't know what's going on. They're, they're kind of shy, and they want to hang back and everything else. But if they see you, like, laughing and having a good time, they come closer. They feel more welcome uh, versus some of these there is like, you know, you bastard spirit, I know you're here. And, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, prove yourself. I'm yeah, calling you out. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, give me a wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And uh, with glass swirling, I mean, when you you said earlier, um, David, about the, you think like the table is a big Ouija board, and yeah. and that that's kind of how I think with glass swirling too. It's oh, it is same lines. It's like a little uh, planchette, you know, the glass. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting, just. Uh, it, is it all of our energy moving there, or is spirit helping us move it or moving it? You know, that, you know that's, that's, that's a $64,000 question, Dave, you know? Right. <laughs> I know. That's my question with it. I'm standing there. All of us are on there focusing all of our energy in that room saying, let's move mm-hmm. that table. Let's mm-hmm. turn it. Right. And can we do that? And, and, and did we make that table rock? And was that just us, or was there... Or was there spirit energy in the room, and it was just listening to us, and we, our vibration, like you said, we were laughing our tails yeah. off, so. <laughs> and and can we... they use energy? I mean, can they use our energy? You know, I mean, you look at mediums a lot of times, and they're drained after they, they've done a little session. So, uh, you know, maybe spirit does use our energy as well. I mean, we, we don't know. That's the whole cool thing about what we do. You know, I mean, you got a lot of people out there who say, it's this way and this way and this way, and we you really don't know. We, nobody knows. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. And we may Absolutely. never know. <laughs> no. No, and I, my, my wife will read books about, you know, afterlife and 
certain things, then she'll say, oh, no, this is the way it is. I said, well, how do we know? How's that author writing that? And actually, no. Even if he's talked to 5,000 people that have died for a little while, but, right. you know, come back, mm-hmm. there's still more to it. And so I, I guess I'm skeptical on some of those things, too, when the experts are telling me this is all it is or this is the way it is. And so, um, but the, the, when we're all in that room and you're using that energy, I... I almost think that maybe we're a sounding board for what was ever there, and if they want to make that table move, they can use all of our energy to make it move, or I don't know. But, boy, that's a that's a pretty cool thing. You know, it's interesting, too, as you talked about the K2 meter incident that you had. Ann and I, when we went to the Collinwood uh, in Oneida, which is a dark shadowed uh, team, B and B, we had a similar experience. I mean, do you remember that when we, we were doing the glass rolling in right. one room? Right. Mm-hmm. And, and what happened? Well, we had all left our K two. We had had a séance on the other side. Uh, I don't know what you'd call that room, like the the drawing the room, other room or whatnot. A room, a room adjacent to it. Let's just call right. That so yeah. the the room adjacent to the room where we were doing the glass rolling, we just finished up a séance and. Um, We'd all left our K2 meters and whatever kind of EMF meters all on, turned on, on the table. And Ron mm-hmm. said, well, let's go over here and do glass swirling. So no one thought about turning anything off, so we just all went across the hall and began the glass. And all of a sudden, Leslie said, I feel a very strong male spirit. All the K2 lit meters lit up. And the other boop, boop, boop. The ones that made noise made noise, and the other ones... All the K2 lead meters lit up on the whole table. It was just crazy, crazy, crazy. So I ran over there with my video camera, of course, <laughs> and uh, and taped it all. So that was very, very cool. And then she said, I feel like he's left, and whoo, they all stopped. Wow. See, that's, that's the thing that's interesting. I mean, you know... Uh, you understand coincidence, and you understand you know the chance of s- certain things happening. But then when you get that, where it's kind of like the flashlight thing, where we're getting mm-hmm. quick things. You know, it's a direct response thing. You know, uh, to something, and that was very similar. She's saying that it's there; they're all on. She says it's gone; yeah. they all go off. So it, it's it's not like she said. Uh, they went off, and then she said it's gone. She right, said right. it's gone, and then yeah. they went off. So it, it's kind of interesting. But to me, that uh, I find really interesting because that's a little bit more than coincidence. It is. I've, I've yeah. never, ever had anything like that happen before. I've never seen something happen like mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a group like that. That's great. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that I've... I'm, I'm coming to learn too. That's interesting. Like when they say the energy's gone, is I think people are op- everybody's open at some point, and some people are more than others. And I think that's uh, an interesting fact that's out there. Very true. So, anyways, I heard the pizza man. So the doorbell's here. The pizza's here. So we're gonna have to wrap it up. Uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles: Next Generation with Dan and Ron, and a very special guest tonight has been uh, Dave McCurdy of uh, New England Paranormal Research. I can't believe I got the name of that group correct all night. <laughs> it is pretty amazing. Even I even got Dave's. You, you know, I was calling you. Yeah. I, I, I was calling you Dan, I think, when I was talking to Jeremy earlier, and, uh, and all these. I was like, you know, 
And he's just like, well, make sure you call him Dave. And I said, no, I, you know, and you even I'll try. Said it, yeah. I'll try. You said his last name correctly, too. I know. I know. Special I know. thing. All right. I'm so privileged. Yeah, I must be in a zone or something anyways. All right. So, Dave, we want to thank you so much for being on the show. And it was uh, uh, interesting talking with you again. We haven't spoke for quite a while. so And, and I think, uh, Ian, I'm going to talk to you about doing a possible event there, a Ghost Chronicles Next Generation event. That would be so much fun. I think it would. Yes, it's been a pleasure uh, being on with you guys, and thank you for having me. All right. And... So Actually, I told you uh, October 5th, I'm heading down your way to uh, uh, Borden Light Flat or someplace like that. I don't know, some spot plug lighthouse. So it's going to be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a neat one. To, uh, I'm even getting there. It must be interesting. So, um, that's <laughs> <laughs> well, I can, I can walk on water, so there's no problem. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like so, Dave, thank, yeah. thank you so much. Anything you want to add before we say goodbye to you? No, I just, uh, thanks for having me. And uh, folks, keep an eye out. Check out our roseisland.org. And uh, if you want to come out and investigate, we're more than happy to have you out there. And uh, we'll make you at home. There you go. Oh, one thing I do want to mention, too, is I want to thank Dave for uh, donating a night's stay for the Elf uh, uh, <laughs> auction they're running right now. And oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. A, if you go to lighthousefoundation.org, they're running an auction, and, and, and Dave and Rose Island uh, Lighthouse donated a, a night stay out there. So uh, thank you very much for that, David, and, and we wish you guys the best of luck. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you very yeah, much. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night. Thanks, David. Wow, that went quicker. Yes. It was fun, though. I, I like talking sometimes to you. I'm almost yeah. like a woman. Oh, uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. No, you're not. But anyway. <laughs> You're thinking again, haven't you? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thanks for Good listening. Good night. God bless. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-legged beasties.